Blog Talk Radio. Now let's join Holly Steffi and Red Velvet Media as we explore the inspirational worlds of music, media, and more. What a great piece of music. That actually, believe it or not, is Sting playing a um, guitar, playing a Latin. It's a very quick solo. Welcome to Red Velvet Media, Blog Talk Radio. I'm back, and um, we have a really amazing show today. I have a new company. Well, not so new, but we're just getting its cutting-edge pop culture type thing. It's called Scentbird, and I have Rachel with me live in the studio, and we're going to be talking about Scentbird and a little bit about it, and um, the chat room is open if you'd like to go into the chat room. And if you'd like to call in, the number is 347-677-1036. And if you'd like to know a little bit more about Scentbird, 
um, you can go to their website. It's just scentbird.com. And let's bring Rachel on, and we're going to talk about it. Welcome to the show, Rachel. Hi, Holly. I'm very excited to be here. Did you love that song? You told me you you like Spanish type or Latin. That was insane, believe it or not. And, you know, I was really blown away when I first heard that because I didn't really know that he really did that because, I mean, Desert Rose is such a a great song. And um, and that song there is just really special. It's a very quick two-minute song, and I thought it would be perfect to intro you. Well, it's so emotional. It brings so much emotion. Doesn't it? Wait till you hear the song. With the classical guitar, and it's perfect. Yeah. When you hear the song I'm closing with, I had a really hard time finding music and that was perfect, and it had the mood of what we're going to yeah. be talking about today, and I'm going to have you tell everyone what Scentbird is, but we're ending with a song actually ironically called Parfum, so oh, it's perfect. really, really amazing, and it's beautiful Spanish guitar. It's another really nice song. So. Welcome to the show, and for everyone tuning in, um, I'm so happy that we're here, um, and I hope everybody's enjoying the new um, season that's just about ready to come, and I want to say to everyone also, we want to um, do this show in memory of tomorrow, which uh, we will never forget, and for everyone out there that was affected by 9-11, our hearts are with you. So... Rachel, tell everybody a little bit about what Scentbird's about, because um, Scentbird's really a cool idea, guys. Listen to this. Okay, so go for it. Tell everyone what it is. Sure. So the idea of Scentbird is really the modern girl's way to smell amazing, but really scent mm-hmm. smart. Um, and the idea is that this concept of a signature scent, although it's very romantic, it's very mm-hmm. outdated. And the way we live today, the way we want, we dress ourselves as women, we love to experiment. We love to change it up. We don't own just one pair of shoes or one handbag. We, we, we continue to expand and, and try different things. And perfume should be the same way. So it really was born out of that idea that why should you be stuffed with just one perfume when you can really change it up with the mood, with the season? Um, so for just fourteen ninety five a month, you get a thirty day supply of the designer perfume of your choice. This just delivered right to your door. You get to choose from three hundred plus top designer brands, Dolce and Gabbana, Gucci, you name it. We have them all. And then the perfume comes in this cool, nifty little uh, purse spray that just pops right into the case. It almost opens and closes like a lipstick. And then every month you just open it. You take out the empty bottle, you put in the new, and that way you create new memories, you style it up, you have something new to wear every month. Yeah, and it's really cool because it comes with a sample, and you try the sample, and if you don't like the sample, then you you can return and get what you want. But what's really neat about Scentbird is you can go on to the site, and you can go through the different profile, and you can go by the different things that you have on there that are very visual and really stunning. The The website's really, really beautiful, beautiful imagery and um, very, very well um, verbalized as well. And you can go there and you can basically customize what you like as a fragrance and stuff like that or something that you've maybe been wearing for a long time and you're just ready for a change, you know. It's like you and I spoke about that. I... I think I told you um, when I when I um, was pregnant with my daughter, I was um, in France a lot, and I got stuck where well, not stuck, but I chose a fragrance that really 
um, resonated with me, and that was the original Hermes um, fragrance. Mm-hmm. And then after I had her, my whole vibe changed, you know, and I kind of stuck with one fragrance, and it was kind of like my signature fragrance until they stopped um, selling it here in the USA, and now it's like I've gone onto your site and I've found so many beautiful things. I mean, you know, Paris by Yves Saint Laurent, you know, um, um, you know, um, just so many different ones that you have. Now, you also carry men's fragrances as well, right? Not yet. We're we're building up the the men's fragrance, but we haven't launched it yet. Just yet, we're really focusing on women uh, because we launched fairly recently. But men will be coming soon. Yeah, uh, that'd you be say, you know, so cool. The idea is that uh, it's almost we talk about like a life lived as a series of love affairs with scents. Like you, mm-hmm. there's certain scents that are so right for a certain point in your life, or a certain moment, or a new job, or a new man. And the idea is that this makes it very easy to switch your scent and kind of match it to that event. And so you might, you know, for three months choose to wear that one scent and you can order more than, you can order the same scent more than once and then decide, Mm -hmm. okay, that's great, but now it's summer, now I'm traveling to Corsica or somewhere exotic and I want a scent. really was uh, the idea behind this is that, you know, scent and memories are so intertwined. Mhm. Definitely. Totally. I get. I got that. Um, um, and I know that you and I talked about it. Um, that Andy Warhol was really a big um, motivator, or um, basically somebody that really was something that made you guys think about doing this. Right? There was a quote by him that you wanted to tell me yeah, a little bit about. There was. There's a quote, and I, I can read it to you. I just think it's such a yeah. fantastic quote because he was a real personista. He loved that. And uh, this is a quote from 1975, and I just think it's so wow. It says, I really love wearing perfume. I switch perfumes all the time. If I've been wearing one perfume for three months, I force myself to give it up, even if I feel like I still want to wear it. So whenever I smell it again, it will always remind me of those three months. I never go back to wearing it again. It becomes part of my permanent smell collection. And well, what you talk about is that how smell is so transporting. More than seeing, hearing, or touching, um, scent really drives you to that moment. Mm-hmm. You know, that's very true. And, you know, I heard about Scentbird because um, I believe um, I had been asked, I believe you sent an email out and you had asked people to help you um, understand um, what people were wanting as far as fragrance. I'm putting also, by the way, if you're in the chat room, guys, I'm putting the link to Scentbird up right now. It's Scentbird.com. Go there. It's such a beautiful website. Um, and you know, I mean, there was there's so much that goes into a perfume when you make it. As we all know, there's so many different things and. What's really important, I think, is something that really resonates with you and something that you um, you like, you know. I mean, how many times have you gotten perfume yourself, like from someone else? It's really hard to buy a perfume for someone else unless you really know what they want and what they wear already by yeah. buying the same thing. But, like, buying some perf- buying a perfume for someone else is really hard because you're buying something you like rather than really something that um you know the other person really really likes what um you know on your website you've got a really great 
pictures and images and stuff. Your website's really beautiful, and I know that um, there your fragrance for the month is um, you have, you do a perfume of the month for September. Yeah. So you have that, which is really cool, and then you give the undernotes, which is raspberry, which you know has the raspberry, the magnolia, the violet leaf, the peony, and the water notes, which is really cool. Um, so, um, you know, a lot of people are doing the box you know, things, you know, there's a lot of clubs now like Julep and stuff like that. They do that. So yeah. this is kind of along that lines, but this is even better because you're not really getting what you want. You're not having to yeah. take some I random mean, thing. That was the thing that, that we really, you know, when we were designing this and, and um, I have three wonderful co-founders and, and particularly the CEO, Maria, uh, who's a great friend, you know, we're, we're we, we're women. We know that perfume is so personal. And the idea of just sending you randomly something, I mean, it, who knows if you're going to like it or not. And so we really felt it was important uh, that we we walk you through it. When you talk about all those beautiful images, it's not just about the pretty images, but it's about helping you paint a picture, helping you mm-hmm. visualize exactly what scent speaks to you. And I think scent is really hard to describe because it's so, you know, esoteric. I mean, there's no, it's harder than the color or something like that. But so mm-hmm. we try to do a lot of visuals to make it really easy to kind of imagine what the scent will smell like. Um, yeah. And then the idea is that it's almost like Netflix where we have a rating system. So once you've kind of tell, you know, put the pictures, discovered exactly, you know, what type of fragrances do you like? Are you more floral or warm or uh, woody? Um, the idea is that we cre- we give you some scents, and we tell you Rake has that rating system that really helps, you know, rec- every, every time you tell us what you like but also what you don't like, it helps our recommendation engine because we actually um, have a lot of science built into this. So the way it works is that we have a recommendation algorithm that has 300,000 authentic reviews, so real women Wrote, that have written up about persons that have said what they like, what they don't like, and we match that with your preferences. And that way we're able to come up with recommendations that are very well matched and that we know that you're going to love because um, it's not what the manufacturers are saying. It's not what the fashion editors are saying. It's what real women who wear this are saying. And so I think mm-hmm. it's a really different take on finding the right sense for you. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, you know, it's um, working in the industry for so many years and being around fragrance and being around essential oils and stuff, I know a lot of it has to do with packaging. But then when we when we looked beyond the packaging part, because packaging is really nice. I mean, who doesn't want a really pretty perfume bottle or um, atomizer or, you know, bottle on your little dresser or whatever in your purse, you know, you've got the sprayer. And, you know, it's like, I know for me, it's like a fragrance is super important to me. I'm constantly burning incense, you know, all the time in my house because it's like for me, it kind of like changes the whole vibe in a room, you know, just like sage does. You know, yeah. it's... um. It's just really important. I, I actually, think. it was. I think it was Erin Lauder was quoted in an mm-hmm. interview, and what she was saying, which I think is so true, is the fastest way to change your mood is scent. And I think mm-hmm. that's so. It's so immediate. To your point about you know creating a mood with incense or whatever it is, it immediately changes you. Yeah, it does. 
And you have some really great quotes on your site, too, which I had put in um, the press release and also online. And I read also on your site that the first perfume as we know it, it was a blend of essential oil and alcohol was created in 1310 for Queen Elizabeth of Hungary. Is that true? Wow, I didn't know that. Yes. I mean, it's it's a modern perfume, but the idea is, you know, I think it's almost like such a primal urge, this idea of scent. We're so attracted to it. Um, and, and to your point about how it changes your mood, I mean, from the 1300s, uh, but even before that, the Egyptians also had scents. We just know the modern scents are the 1300s. And it was always this idea of making yourself attractive, of changing your mood, of calming or energizing. Uh, but they talk about essential oils. Scent has such a power to, to do that for us. And, and mm-hmm. again, it, it kind of goes back full circle to, you know, why we wanted to create bird because we don't always, you know, I, I personally have a hard time when people say, I want the perfect scent. Because I don't think it exists. Um, because the perfect scent on a Sunday morning for me, may be mm-hmm. very different to the perfect scent on a Saturday night or a Monday morning. For me, you know, scent is part of your look. It's part of your energy almost. What are you wearing right now, Rachel? What fragrance are you wearing? Right now, I'm wearing <laughs> Jean-Paul Gaultier because I, have, I, I, I switch it up a lot, but I mm-hmm. come back to Jean-Paul Gaultier a lot. But this summer... Um, I I was wearing a lot of Jimmy Choo, believe it or not. I really like that scent. It's, it's nice. Really? Uh, Jimmy Choo. Yeah, I, I really like it. Um, I do like the, the new uh, Marc Jacobs, Daisy Dream. It's lovely. It's soft. That's really um, nice. So I love do, that I one. really enjoy it. And I'm kind of all over the place. I also love Hermes. I love Bon Jardin Sur le Nil. I think it's so mm-hmm. beautiful and sophisticated. So a little bit of everything. <laughs> I say I change it up a lot. Yeah, and you know, what's funny is um, when a lot of the fragrances come out, there's such an ad campaign that goes with it. Like I know when um, Poisson came out, which is poison here in um, USA, but it's pronounced Poisson by Christian Dior. Um, uh, I worked, um, I was doing some work um, training. I actually was working directly with them. And... um, it was really funny because I was there when when it came out, and I remember everybody wanted it, you know, and it has such great undernotes and different things, you know, and and there's so many different things. You know what what I might like is something that somebody else might not like. I remember my mother used to wear my my mother that um, my my first mother. I have a second mother, but um, my mother she wore um, um, her um, um, worth. Do you remember Worth? Mm-hmm. Yes, I remember it. Yeah. Worth and Shalimar, she liked that. And um, Shalimar has a lot of vanilla in it. I'm really a vanilla person, but then I also really like woodsy and musky type things too as well. Like I wore opium for the longest time. And, um, and then, you know, talk about the ad campaigns. What about the ad campaigns that Chanel does for their fragrances? I mean, it's just like amazing. You could... Go just go on to YouTube and look at all the different yeah. ad you know that go I mean, into I think it. The, 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 the beauty of Chanel and what I really admire of them as, as a brand is, is how they the the beauty of simplicity, the elegance mm-hmm. of simplicity of just capturing the moment, the emotion, um, mm-hmm. and it's so iconic. I I, I think um, and, and you know 
we we love the advertising. We love the bottles. Um, yeah. Uh, don't get me wrong. You know, I think there's there's something really nice about owning a beautiful perfume bottle and having it on your on your yeah. dresser. Yeah. Uh, but it's not exactly the most practical thing, <laughs> and that's kind no. of what we we're looking at. Um, if I could, also, yeah, if I could tell you how many bottles I've like gotten that were hand carved in India, you know, from glass, oh, and then I, and then the perfume oils are in it, and then I get home and they get knocked over or they break and they're irreplaceable, you know. Yikes. Well, and and also, like, and I don't know about you, but I love, I, I usually reapply at least once, if not twice a day. So, yeah. you know, if I'm going somewhere after the office, after work. Or even like kind of middle of the day, you know, after lunch, it just kind of wakes you up, perks you up. I love kind of doing that little spritz again. Um, yeah. And I find you know the bottles are, are not exactly the most travel friendly. Um, so that was also part of the idea with Scentbird with having the purse sprays is that they're just that perfect size to throw into your bag and, and use. And and that's part of what we want to you know kind of educate women on is that you shouldn't just apply perfume in the morning. In fact, perfume at most four to six hours. And after that, you're not going to be smelling very much. And so, um, you know, if you want to smell fresh during the, like, have that great scent, or even just, I find sometimes just for myself, I want to smell it. Um, you really need a little bit more of a perk. You do need to reapply during the day. Mm-hmm. I agree. And, you know, um, I want to go to a really quick break, but I want to come back and talk about what an eau de parfum and uh, eau de toilette, the difference between the two, and also about layering fragrances, like with the creams and the stuff like that. So yes. um, if anybody would like to call in, um, the number is 347-677-1036. And again, today we have Scentbird on. And we're going to take a really quick break, and we'll be right back. Hold on, Rachel. Don't go anywhere. Stay tuned for more from Holly Steffi and Red Velvet Media. Sunday, part two of our Super Soul Sunday premiere event from beautiful Switzerland. 65 million books and counting. The alchemist author, Paulo Coelho. Can I tell you something very personal? With a conversation that will feed your soul. What's the lesson that took you the longest to learn? Paulo's path will help you discover what really matters. Super Soul Sunday. All new Sunday, 11 a.m. 10 Central, followed by Health Desk. Only here. So, we're back. <laughs> yeah, no, you know, I want to tell everybody, make sure to check in um, on Super Soul Sunday. It's coming back this uh, Sunday, and if you've read The Alchemist, which I think a lot of people have, they'll um, he's going to be on and he's going to be talking about it. But, you know, getting back to um, Scentbird and fragrances and stuff like that, could you tell our listeners what the difference is between a, a de parfum and a, a de toilette? Because there's, it's so confusing to some people; they don't understand. So the difference has to do with the concentration of mm-hmm. oils to alcohol. So mm-hmm. an eau de toilette is a little bit lighter. Uh, um, it's scented cologne. It's a skin refresher. And you know, in France, they uh, really just they 
cologne is the same. It's, it's the same thing as other toilet. And it means a lighter version. It's something that um, when you spray it, it won't be as strong, but it won't last as long because the oils are really what lasts on your skin. The alcohol mm-hmm. will evaporate and the oils will stay on your skin. Another parfum, it tends to be a little bit more expensive. And the reason is because obviously those essential oils are more expensive. And that stays on your skin a little longer um, and it's a little bit higher concentration. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. really the difference between the two. Yeah, and you know, I mean, um, I personally like to wear both. I put, yeah. I'll put, I'll parfum on first, and then I'll throughout the day maybe spritz the perfume, you know. Um, and I'm always about smell because it's like even my shampoo and stuff, you know. I mean, they make they make these shampoo sprays now that are your fav- maybe your favorite fragrance. Sometimes I even put my fragrance in my hair. You know, just because you, yeah. you like, carry you it on. New, there's some great new uh, perfume sprays for your yeah. hair. And that's, like, total head-to-toe fragrance. I mean, you know, you want to smell good, and I think smell is really important because it does create a lot of memories. Um, what about layering um, fragrance? Like, if you wear, like, what I do sometimes, if I have – if I want to really if I'm going out and it's a really special night or it's something you know where I just want to smell really good during the day and keep it with me which is most of the majority of the time I'll take either a, a bath or a shower with the a soap from the fragrance line and then I'll get out and I'll usually apply like a body lotion or a body cream all depending on what it is and then I'll put the perfume on and then maybe um, a little bit of the uh, of the toilet as I, you know, am out to just wake me up and refresh. What do you think about layering fragrances? So I think layering is a great idea. It makes a big difference in how long the scent will last with you. So particularly Mm -hmm. if you're going out for a big event and you're going to be out for a long time, it makes a huge difference. And, um, you know, if you use the same scent, it's the same essential oil, and so you'll make sure that it all kind of works together very nicely. Mm -hmm. Uh, so that idea of using the body, you know, the shower gel and the body lotion and then the perfume really uh, will make sure that you kind of smell lovely head to toe. So it's a great idea. Um, the other thing that people have started to do with layering is the idea of actually layering two scents. And layering what? Two scents, layering two perfumes. Oh, really? And, wow. Yeah. I've never heard that. And what I will tell you is sometimes it works. And sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, I can um, imagine. Certain scents, particularly like Joe mm-hmm. Malone is a brand that actually started this kind of layering. But the reason why it works with her scents is because they're very single notes. Like, you know, the cherry smells like cherry, the rose smells like rose, the mandarin smells like mandarin. Um, so if you go there like rose and mandarin, it can smell very beautiful. Um, when you use more complex perfumes, like you're talking about um, – you know, Paris or one of these, you know, Shalimar, one of these lovely old fragrances, they're already very complex. And so layering with those can can be a little overpowering. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, what I would say is layering is great with very, with single note fragrances, with fragrances that smell like one ingredient. But when you're mm-hmm. looking at more fine fragrances, more complex fragrances, be careful of it because sometimes it works and sometimes it's just too much. Yeah, exactly. Like it's very overpowering. Yeah, I know exactly. that um you know, 
being understated, but also smelling really good is really nice. Usually, well, someone will, you know, you always know when someone says, oh, I think so-and-so is here because they can smell it when you come in the room, you know. It's like, it's not overpowering, but it's just enough, um, you know, that you know. And um, you know what I started doing? <laughs> you're going to laugh. I used to take, I still do, is I take either um, scented candles or incense or even the fragrance that I wear and I spray it on like a on a piece of cloth or whatever and I put it in my drawer with um, mm. my my things, you know, that mm. I want to smell really good, like my socks or my undergarments or whatever, you know, and then so there you've got your clothing, and, and sometimes even it's really funny, you're going to laugh. Sometimes I'll even take a little bit of the shower gel and I'll wash my clothes in the fragrance. Oh, wow. It's <laughs> actually a great idea. You know, even like though really I know it's delicate. a little expensive, but, yeah. you know, it's, it's like... A little decadent, but very... It's well, a little I eccentric, I know, it's a little bit eccentric. Um, well, talk about eccentric. My mom, who's fabulous and, and really, uh-huh. you know, she started my whole passion for perfume when I was very, very young. Yeah, I was going to ask you. Yeah, so I'm originally from Costa Rica, hence all the the Latin music, and my mom is Cuban, and she's just a fantastic, sophisticated lady. Yeah. Um, And for as long as I can remember my mom, every night before she Mm -hmm. goes to sleep, she puts on perfume. Because she always said that if she dreamt of a beautiful man, she wanted to be smelling nicely when she encountered him. Oh, how cute. (laughs) But then the craziest part, and to this day she does this, and I I don't know if I should, I don't know if you're supposed to do this, but to this day, every time she tries a new perfume, she dabs a teeny amount of perfume on her tongue. And she says that if she doesn't like the taste of the perfume, she won't wear it, which really freaks me out. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but apparently that works for her. And you know, she has a huge collection of perfumes, but she'll taste every one of them before she buys it. Yeah. Now, you know, how? what's the life of um, a fragrance um, usually? That's a really now? good question because most people keep their fragrances too long and then are disappointed when they wear it and they're like, eh, it doesn't smell so strong or it actually changes scent. So. You're mm-hmm. supposed to throw out fragrance after 12 to 18 months. And a lot okay. of it depends on where you live. Like if you live mm-hmm. in a place that's very hot and very dry, the lifespan of your fragrance will be a lot less uh, because the alcohol will evaporate faster and the, the essential oils without the alcohol will start turning. So definitely by 18 months, you should be throwing out those bottles. And if you notice any color variation. Um, I always tell people, throw it out, the, the perfume's done. Because if you see mm-hmm. that it starts to turn cloudy or too yellow, those are definite signs that the perfume has turned. Um, and it, a lot of times it really doesn't. Cutting a little in and out. Oh, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Is this better? Tiny bit. No, it's fine. You're probably oh, walking fine. around looking at everything in your in your. <laughs> What's it <laughs> like to work in that office? Do you guys, I mean, how do you... What do you do when you get a new scent and you have to really see whether or not it's something that you guys want to promote or whatever? I mean, that must be a lot of fun. It is so much fun. And, you know, I think the the way we approach it is part art, part science. So, mm-hmm. you know, part of it is we smell it ourselves, we wear it. Um, and, I, and I really encourage people to wear, even if they're not, crazy, if they think they might like a scent, you have to wear it more than once. You have to 
you know, make sure that you don't only smell the top notes. You don't just spray it and smell it. You know, spray it, smell the top notes, give it like half an hour, uh, let it dry down a little bit, and then really see how the person develops. So we do a very kind of, um, you know, professional approach to the smelling uh, ourselves, mm-hmm. and that is, you know, very much do we like it, would we like our friends to like it. Um, so we look at all of that. Um, we look at also sort of a little bit about our brand portfolio and making sure, because we don't want to only offer, you know, fruity florals or only offer woody scents, so we want to make sure we have a nice mix of scents, that we have, you know, beautiful fragrances for every for every type of... Straight uh, across work. the board, yeah, everything, yeah, exactly. which is really so, important. Exactly. So we do a lot of, so I said, you know, a lot of it is just, you know, we try it out, we ask our friends, we ask our boyfriends and husbands and... Not the husband and boyfriend at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> I have a husband, my co-founders and boyfriends. That let me make that clear. <laughs> That's cute, right? That's cute. I saw you know. But everybody make sure. Looking, I want to tell you what was funny was if you go to if you go to Sunbird and you go on the bottom and it goes about us. Um, I noticed it was really funny. A lot of the a lot of you come from a science background like marina is it yeah. marina right marina, marina and yeah. then and then sergey he yeah. comes from uh, an an andrea is it andrea yeah. or on and- on okay and then you i mean you you've worked you know you've ha- created lots of stuff with uh, l'oreal estee lauder procter and gamble elizabeth arden so what did you, how did you, I want to ask you, how did you get into fragrance? You said your mom really inspired you, right? Yeah, so I would say just from from very early on in my life, uh, mm-hmm. I said my mom is, is just, she's the type of woman who really enjoys beauty uh, and, you know, takes really good care of herself, really, you know, taught me the, the importance of, of just feeling good, of, of being very well put together. And, you know, I, I want to tell you a story because... Um, I want to hear it. ...about um, when you were talking about September 11th, and one of the things that really uh, touched me, because I remember I was living here in New York when, when September 11th happened, and I was working for L'Oreal, and, you know... What a great company. to a friend, they really my mom. Are. Uh, about how, you know, like, how much does it matter? I, I work at beauty. I, I sell skincare at the time. Does that really make a difference in life after this terrible thing had happened? And, you know, what she said is, you know, it, it's very important for people to feel good about themselves, even when these terrible things happen. And it really, mm-hmm. you know, like, for me, that, that, that gives me validation. That makes me feel like what I do really has some meaning. Um, because it's not just about, you know, selling fragrance or selling lipstick. It's about making people feel good about themselves. And, and I think yeah. her feeling in particular is so universal. Is, you know, if you smell something that, that you love and, you know, all of a sudden you smell your own wrist and, and you love it, it, it just, I think it empowers people. It makes you feel so it good does. about yourself. Yeah. Um, for me, it's, it's, you know, it's one of the reasons I really love this industry. I, that I think we, we, you know, there's, we really can make a woman feel really good about herself uh, mm-hmm. and make her feel beautiful, and, and that's important. Yeah, you know, and that's, that there is really important, like you said. You know, like me, 
the, the whole thing with 9-11 really gave a lot of people, I think, a lot of reality checks. And for you yourself, how it impacted you to talk to your mom about things and then how you guys came about thinking that it really empowers people to feel good about themselves. That is very true because, you know, you know, like you said, sense. Um, you know, even like, you know, when you smell someone making cookies like some, or, or a certain cookie, maybe it'll take you back to like when you were a child and you remember, you know, someone baking cookies or baking this or baking that. I mean, it's really funny. There are certain countries that I've gone to and there are smells that just can't be reproduced anywhere. Like India is one of them. India was huge for me. It was... um really really unique because it was a plethora of different smells and um there were so many different things going on there and you know what i took coming out of there was whenever i smell now you know sandalwood and certain things it just like really brings me back you know and and curry and and stuff like that even when i make curry and you smell it or whatever it just like brings you back to that moment i mean haven't you like um have you got certain fragrances, that, I mean, not just perfumes, I mean, certain smells in your mind that just bring you back to, like, a very special moment in your life that just, like, uh, like you know, it depends, like, women, the day they get married yeah. or whatever and they decide, yeah. that's, like, really gut-wrenching to try to decide what fragrance am I going to wear the day I get married. I mean, yeah. Well, we, we actually... Uh, got some research on the fact that about 60% of women who wear a, 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 a that wear a, that the scent that they wear on their uh-huh. wedding day they continue to wear it for at least a year. Then they may oh, wow. it out, but for at least a year women tend to just stick to uh, that one scent and I think it's just you know you're just coming off your wedding you're feeling so emotional about it. Uh, but absolutely you know what you were saying about travel and scent um, I traveled a lot when I was young. Um, I, I was very lucky that my parents, you know, took us along on these crazy trips. And, you know, for me, it's like cardamom in Egypt or frangipani in Tahiti or, you know, lavender in the south of France. It's it's such a clear vision. Yeah, um, totally, totally get that. Yeah, you yeah, and I both have I been really lucky about traveling. Yeah, yeah, I've traveled a lot, too. And it's like lavender, yep. Yeah, and you know, about I remember Hawaii. I must have the been flowers like, in Hawaii. Oh, my yeah, gosh. flowers in Hawaii. You know, I must have been like 10 or 11 years old, and, and we were traveling to the south of France, and we went to this, and it was like some factory in grass, near grass, and, and they had the lavender. Mm-hmm. And I remember I pulled, we bought like this cologne, and I picked a little uh, lavender uh, flower, and I just put it into the, 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 per, the, the cologne, and of course, because of the alcohol, it preserved. And, you know, for years, like, talk about the fact that perfume only lasts 12 months. For years, mm-hmm. I kept that bottle just because it gave me such a memory every time I smelled it. Yeah, I totally get that. I know for me, um, I normally wear perfume, but there are some essential oils that I do get. And there's this one company that I have a, a jasmine rose oil that I get. And in the very bottom, there are rose petals and jasmine petals that are in with the oil. Mm. And it really does preserve the smell of the oil itself. And 
I'm known for custom blending my own oils and stuff just for myself. You know, my latest, my latest, my latest has been vanilla and patchouli mixed together, maybe with a little bit of orange, and it really smells really good. Well, I'm not the orange kind of cuts down the sweetness a little bit, so it must make a really nice balance. Then I was really into chocolate. This chocolate Mm. smells a lot. Now, what are some really good fragrances that are chocolate-based that um, that you know of? I know Angel has a really... Angel. um, I was about to say Angel is the classic one. I love Angel. Angel It's a little little cotton candy, but it actually has a little chocolate in there. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, yeah, Angel, it's funny that you mentioned that. Angel is going to be the first one that um, I'm trying to think... Uh, I remember when Angel first came out. I was so hooked on that stuff. I, I was like, "Wow, this smells so good!" And, and it was just like such a unique smell because nobody had done anything that smelled like chocolate and cotton candy, as you said. And it was very—you uh, have to smell it to know. And they even make a men's Angel, and the men's Angel smells very similar, but it's a little more more musky. And um, guys really like it, you know. They like wearing that fragrance. It's really funny. Um, I know yeah. I like to smell a really good fragrance on a man. I mean, you know, not not like is an intimate, but just being around anyone that smells good. It's like really nice when a guy takes care of himself and wears a fragrance, you know, because you know it's like they're creating their own. Like it's like you said, they're feeling good about themselves. You know, so they're wearing like a fragrance or something like that that really changes the whole vibe. Um, that story that you told me about the flowers. Do you um, have any? Since you've been working with Scentbird, do you have any um, stories you'd like to share with our listeners about um, anything in particular that happened when you guys were first opening or? Smelling fragrances or anything that was that you'd like to share with us, besides your mom yeah. and what she did, that was yeah. really cute. No, so I'll tell you a story because I think this is part of when we we're talking about emotion. Uh, yeah. Of when we started, we initially started this business, uh, not not even as a business, just as something that we loved to do. We started to do these some these perfume tastings, and we would just oh, you know, cool. gather women in New York. Uh, go mm-hmm. to a cool bar um, and kind of hold an event and help them educate, uh, teach them a little bit about the different fragrance types and really the, the breath that fragrance has, the fact that you know, it's not just the florals or it's not just the fruit. It kind of explains to them a little bit about the fragrance wheel and how the different scents went. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we were doing one of our very first perfume tastings, and this woman walks in. It was a small group. There were maybe 12 of us. And there's this woman who had a face like she was going to kill us. <laughs> she wow. She did not want to be there. And obviously her friend had dragged her along, offering her a free glass of wine or something, but she was not happy. And, you know, we were presenting the different fragrances and having people smell different blotters to really kind of get an education. And then all of a sudden when we got to the woody fragrances, it was a surgery done fragrance, I can't remember what it was called, but it was it was a very woody girl with the pissed off face smells it. And her face completely changed. Wow. And she couldn't she she like grabbed onto the blotter and wouldn't share. And all of a sudden she felt like she had to start telling us all her stories about how 
when she was young, her dad used to always take her on hikes on the woods and how this scent really just transported her there and made her so happy. And then, you know, she wanted to write up what the name was and what the person was called. And for us, again, you know, it's just like a perfect example of how, you know, immediately scent can transport you, can change your mood. Um, and this is, you know, somebody we didn't even know. Uh, and it was just a great kind of moment of, of just seeing the transformation in somebody who was just so, like, grumpy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, but it evoked a memory moment. in her, obviously. Something really yeah. touched her heart, and yeah. it spoke to her. And I have to tell you, it's really funny. Fragrance does that. And for me, like I said, smells are really important to me. Like, um when I lived on the beach, I had a lot of breeze come through, and I had a big porch in behind my house, and I planted a lot of night-blooming jasmine. So I would have my windows open at night, and when the wind would blow and the ocean would come, the breeze would come in, the ja- smell of the jasmine would just go through the whole entire house. And so, you know, for me... It's like when I smell jasmine or anything like that, it reminds me of the ocean. It reminds me of, like, certain smells and stuff like that. So I, I totally get, like, invoking memories in people. And, you know, I think it's really important that we also create memories. We're thinking about forward on creating traditions, creating memories. I mean, I really am curious, like, what people, you know, are, like, I always tell everyone around the holidays, always create start a new tradition, start a memory, you know, create something that you can always work with and something that you'll remember. So every time you get out those Christmas ornaments and sit down to put them on the tree, you've got something to remember or make a certain tradition out of making a certain food. Like for me, it's like New Year's Day. It's a Southern thing, but um, I make black-eyed peas and ham. Oh, wow. You know, I don't throw the pennies in there because they say if you put up, you're supposed to throw a penny or whatever in there. And whoever finds a penny is supposed to have good luck all year round. You know, that was like the whole thing. But, you know, God forbid somebody gets it and chokes on it or whatever, right? Yeah, so, no, it's like so. You know, I mean, there's even times, you know, when I I'll be sitting here and I and I can't stand it, and I you know, and I want to change the whole vibe, so I'll bake a pie or make a cobbler or something just to make the house smell different. So, can you imagine like putting a fragrance on yourself? It changes the. It's a mind altering thing. It changes the whole mood, and I think, like you said that woman was a really good example, somebody that came in really kind of not wanting to be there, all of a sudden becoming part of something, you know, is really important. Yeah. Um, and, and I think part of it is, is that it doesn't have to be one scent that you wear all the time. It can also be like your going out scent or your yeah. going to the office scent. Because, I don't know, I've never... You know, there's certain perfumes I've worn at different times of my life, but I've never been this. I just, I don't know. I change it up. I, I don't wear the same earrings every day. I don't wear the same hat yeah. every day. I'm just, I like to accessorize. I like to change it up. Um, and yeah. so for me, you know, the memories can also be like this was the scent I wore to the office, or this was the scent that I wore on date night, uh, and that's just fun. Um, I find it a little surprising to have like that really different sense for yourself as well. Mhm. Mhm. Totally. 
And, you know, I think it's really important to our listeners that they take advantage of this. And I know that you were going to, we were going to yes. do a special kind of little promotion today for everyone that's hung in there. Again, this is Red Velvet Media. And today um, my guest is um, Scentbird. And we're live from New York City. And um, for everyone listening that missed the beginning of the show, the show will be available afterwards on iTunes and also on demand on Red Velvet Media Blog Talk Radio as a podcast. And for people that are in the chat room, I want to thank you all for being here today. Um, And I believe you have a special little promotion you'd like to offer our listeners. Absolutely. So I... um we're so excited to be here, and we wanted to offer a very special offer, which is half off your first order. And wow. um, you just have to enter the word September at checkout. Um, it's good through the end of the month. And, you know, just to give you a sense of what you'll get, with the first order, you'll go through a little bit of that onboarding experience that I was telling you about. So we'll ask you a little bit about yeah. um, what you like. So you'll see all the pretty pictures that we were talking about at the beginning of the set of the conversation. Um, and when you order the perfume, you also get the cute little perfume case free. So for instead of fourteen ninety five, which is our usual price for seven fifty, um, you're going to get the perfume, the purse spray, and the case. Um, so we're very excited. We really look forward uh, to people taking advantage of this. We'd love uh, for people to try it out and. Um, Please tell us what you think. Give us comments. Um, we're always so excited when, when we hear experiences, what people like, what people don't like, where they use the perfume. Um, it's always a great part. So, again, the coupon code is SEPTEMBER. Um, so after you go through the onboarding process at checkout, um, you just enter that code, and you're going to get half off your first order. Oh, that's awesome. Wow. And you know what's really cool about you guys is you have a blog, which is beautiful. I mean, the images, like I said, are beautiful. And um, the website itself, I mean, it's so user-friendly. And you've been featured on quite a few um, um, editorials and people that just love what you're doing. And um, who came up with the name Scentbird? How did that come about? You know, that that was Maria. That was my co-founder. And she. we just like the idea of, like, of, you know, a, a bird sort of whispers in your ears, gives you, uh, and also takes flight. Um, and so that was the inspiration for it. Uh, but, yes, our blog is blog.semper.com. And what mm-hmm. we've been doing recently is we actually feature a new scent every day. Uh, so it's a really fun way to learn a little bit about all the different perfumes, and we have really beautiful visuals. Um, and they have giveaways so, too, guys. Go yes. on there. It's really um, fun. And I mean, if you want to go to scentbird.com at the very bottom, click the blog tab and you'll go yeah, directly to the blog. Yeah, that's the easiest way to find us. Uh, yeah, it's a and really we're on Facebook. Discover and you're on Facebook. I know that. Yes. We're on and Facebook. We're on Twitter. So yep. please do, you know, join us on social media. We, You're going to learn a lot about perfume. You're going to learn a lot of fun facts. Um and I think it really helps you in, in deciding what scent is right for you when you know a little bit more. Uh, it just makes perfume so much more fun. It's a little like like wine, where the more you learn about it, the more you get into it. Um, oh, so totally. I really recommend yeah. It. yeah, and we definitely want to have you back, too, when um, you add new things and maybe do an update. So for everyone listening today, again, um, check out Scentbird. And I want to thank you so much for being here today. 
And we're going to end the show with a beautiful piece of music that I picked specially for you. And again, if you missed the beginning of the show or missed any part of it or want to do it again, um, it's on iTunes immediately afterwards on Red Velvet Media Blog Talk Radio. And make sure to tune in this Friday as I have Max Hawthorne on with his new book, um, Cronus Rising, which is a really cool book. And next week we've got some really amazing shows with uh, a gentleman who traveled with the Beatles and some other really great musicians and great people. And I want to thank you so much for being here today. It's been really fun. Thank you, and, Holly. Uh, I, I love, I, I could talk about this all day. So I know. I mean, I love you such wonderful I mean, you stories. Thought, so. Yeah, no, it's great. There's so many memories that are created with fragrance. So with that, I want to say thank you so much. And you have fun tonight. And um, I know that you're going off to an event. And um, we're going to end the show with a really beautiful piece of music that I picked out special for you. So um, uh, thank you for listening. And um, thank you so much for calling me on being part of uh, Red Velvet Media. It's absolutely our pleasure, and I hope people take advantage of the discount code and try. Yeah, it out. September, guys, check out September. Check it out, Thank and I'll you. even put it on. I'll put it on my Facebook too for everyone. It's good through the end of September, so there you go. Thank, Thank you, you so very much. much, Holly. I'll talk to You're you welcome. soon. Okay. Bye. You've been listening to Red Velvet Media with Holly Steffi. Thanks for listening, and tune in again next time.